First in 10 podcast. I'm Dave, I'm your host, just me today, and it feels like the first time I've done one of these in a while. So, uh, life has been pretty manic. So, as you, some of you know that I uh, work in golf, and since the course have been back open, golf um, the work has been sort of insane, and Ross has started a new job, so it's been hard to find time to fit all these in. But yeah, gonna try and get back to the daily ones, and you know, there hasn't been tons of news going on, so I'm gonna do like a roundup now and then get back to things uh from not to, uh, to back to normal sorry from now on so yeah we'll just get straight in um coronavirus news i mean what else would it start with but Stephen ross the miami dolphins owner has said that the 2020 season will definitely happen um he said it might not look the same which uh i mean based on other sports and all that sort of thing it looks quite likely even in what four months time now it'll be that um, they'll be playing it without fans or at least limited fans in the stadium. So who knows what will happen there. But yeah, with the way things are going, it'd be a real shock if things didn't happen now. I think um, it's all sort of trending that way, isn't it? As sort of more and more things open up. Um, so more and more teams are opening up their facilities now. Uh, the Broncos, the Jags, the Packers, and the Ravens, the latest ones, I think. Um, I mean, they join other ones, there's plenty of others out there that have already, like the Cardinals, the Chiefs, uh, they all have, the Steelers and a few others in there, but yeah, it seems more and more likely that season will happen, um, how that happens is still to be seen, but yeah, it'd be at this stage it feels like it'd be a sort of an upset if, uh, if it doesn't happen, um, but yeah, say Stephen Ross confident that the 2020 season will happen, and I sort of join him in that. So he's definitely uh, more in the know than I am, and uh, he'll know what's going on behind the scenes. But yeah, he uh, he says it will definitely happen. So yeah, I'm happy to go with him and say it will definitely happen. And tomorrow we are getting votes on new rules. Um, the big one, probably the uh, onside kick rule, the potential to change it to, I think it's a fourth and fifteen they're going with. Um, just to make it more, more of a thing at the, the moment, onside kicks just don't get converted enough that they to sort of make it a worthwhile sort of exercise. There, uh, they're just too, yeah, too in favour of the receiving team. In receive, sorry, in favour of the receiving team, and I think they're one of them ones that have really suffered for safety reasons. But you say if you get that, talked about that so many times that we do understand why these things. Uh, get changed for the safety of the players but yeah the onside kick has just become such a dead play and anything that can change it um so i speak to dean blandino that's coming up on our 100 episode probably next week um and we talk about the four uh, the onside kick there and what could be done to change it but yeah a little teaser for that one um but yeah the other thing they're gonna vote on is the sky judge again spoke about that with uh blandino and they were part of implementing that in uh, the XFL and I think the AAF, um, but yeah, another sort of ref watching the TV and helping out the refs on the field. So yeah, tomorrow we get that vote. So I mean, by the time we record tomorrow, it probably won't be done. But um, when I do one on Friday, then hopefully we'll know what has happened with them. So yeah, talk about that then. Um, got a few sort of player transactions. Uh, Carlos Hyde signed with the Seahawks, uh, a one-year deal. I think. Uh, by four million or up to four million. Um, yeah, I think it's a good signing for the Seahawks. I'm not sure really why they need another running back. Um, Penny, Carson, and Process are a pretty good group, even though 
I mean, they got injured last season between them, but ugh, I don't know. It seems uh, weird to add another back to the mix there, but yeah, Hyde had a really good year last year with the Texans, and he can definitely add something to that Seahawks backfield. There was obviously Carson's great, but he had fumbling issues last year, and maybe that's the reason they made this move, trying to get Hyde maybe a little bit more reliable. But yeah, um, when uh, Ross is next year, I'm sure we'll talk about Hyde to the Seahawks. Then we have Joe Flacco, who is signing with the Jets, or signed with the Jets now. So just a short one-year deal, $1.5 million, and I think he becomes a really good backup to Darnold and someone who can really help Darnold. I think it's a really nice signing from the Jets. So we saw last year when Darnold was out with uh, Mono that they fell apart, didn't they? And yeah, Flacco can at least sort of bring some stability there and say helping Darnold is so good and I think that's sort of where he is in his career now that Matt Shaw role where he's just a really good backup that can come in and he's not going to lose a game he might not be great but he's not going to lose a game and sort of really help the young quarterbacks and I feel like he can be so good for Darnold who is what going into his third season now and yeah could really do with that veteran presence there to help him out so yeah good signing from the Jets uh, getting Flacco there um, then we well, that's sort of the big signs, really. But we have Devontae Freeman, who said he uh, is willing to sit out the season altogether if if he doesn't get the deal he wants. Um, the Seahawks offered him a one-year deal, um, similar to what Hyde took, um, but he didn't want to do that. So, yeah, interesting to see if he finds a place. I don't imagine he will end up sitting out the season because... I mean, running back injuries happen a lot and he's probably the best out there. It was only, what, two, three years ago that he was the rushing leader. So it's not like he's a terrible back. And even last year he was okay. He didn't have the best season, but he was okay. Uh, still had sort of over 600 yards, but yeah, didn't quite hit the highs of previous years. But yeah, he's a good player and I'd be surprised if we don't see him end up on a team. But yeah, he is willing to sit out. So be interesting to see there. Um, what happens? Um, a couple of players sort of um, potentially traded or looking to do new long-term deals or anything like that. But Jamal Adams, it looks like he's unlikely to get that deal that he wants and he's unlikely to get a trade. Um, it does seem weird they wouldn't want to extend him because, I mean, to me, Adams is one of the best defenders of the league, let alone safeties, he is one of the best defenders in the league and the sort of player that Jets team that wants to be good and this sort of building something in my opinion would want to keep around but yeah, the Cowboys are linked with trading for him but I mean, that doesn't seem likely to happen either um, yeah, Ian Rappaport said the other day that neither a trade or a long term deal is likely to happen anytime soon and obviously I think the whole coronavirus and the pandemic doesn't help things along but yeah, be interested to see what happens when things are back to normal and if the Jets do extend him there because I mean, if I'm them, I want to keep him around. He is a really great player and could be a difference maker. Um, the other big contract story is obviously Dak Prescott. There's a report that he turned down what, $175 million over five years, which was then sort of rubbish the next day. So what's that, $35 million a year? Uh, it seems like Dak Prescott wants to do a shorter deal and then... Obviously, see what happens with these new TV deals that are due up next year. Um, and all the sort of uh, cap issues that can come with that. Or like the increased cap. Sorry, not cap issues, but increased cap and potentially get another big deal. So, 
I think it's all about the length of the contract rather than the money necessarily on this one. But I mean, it, they're going to get it done, aren't they? I think everyone thinks they will get it done. It doesn't seem like there's any sort of way it doesn't eventually get done. But who knows? Maybe the Cowboys do just get fed up and move on. But yeah, I think we all think that uh, it will get done. Another quarterback who has uh, been in the news is Ben Roethlisberger, who is back throwing. Um, he said he wasn't going to shave his beard until he was uh, able to throw again. And uh, yeah, he did. I mean, it somehow broke all the sort of lockdown laws and all them, them things to get his hair cut. So we don't need to talk about that. But yeah, he, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster posted a really good video. And uh, yeah, it looks like he's making good. And I think those of you doing any fancy drafts right now, I think he's uh, a bit of a steal, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, especially in two quarterbacks. Like me and me and Ross drafted him as about the... 25th quarterback off the board but I mean his last whole season I think he was a number one quarterback so yeah go out and get Ben Roethlisberger um, now we're on to the other stuff I mean the big sport over the weekend happened Tom Brady and uh, Phil Mickelson up against Tiger Woods and Patty Man in a charity golf match I mean those of you who watch it I thought this was really good it was really good fun so obviously I'm a golf and NFL fan so Sort of played into both my interests there, but yeah, this was really good fun and nice to watch some sport. And yeah, it's good to just have a little bit of trash talking. Probably could have done a little bit more, they could have gone a bit more in, but they were never really going to, were they? But yeah, it was such good fun and so good to have sport back on the TV. So, I mean, yeah, this was great fun, and I'd recommend watching it to anyone. In the end, uh, Woods and Manning held on, they got up early, and then yeah, Mickelson and Brady both struggled a little bit. Brady in particular was all over the place and uh, he had one big moment though on, I think it was the seventh hole, where he held out from like 120 or 130 or something like that and spun it back in, which was uh, yeah, a pretty incredible shot. But yeah, in the end, uh, Woods and Manning got the better of them. Um, one thing that happened over that weekend was that Elon Manning joined Twitter. I mean, I don't really know. Why anyone's that bothered? I'm, I'm assuming most of his tweets will end up being um, ads and that sort of thing, not these things normally work out at. They have a little bit of banter at the start where someone, whoever's controlling their account, posts a few gifts, which normally happens, and then, uh, yeah, then they'll start posting ads. So, yeah, I wouldn't expect much from Elon's Twitter, but who knows? Um, I mean, that's the big story of the last like, fortnight since we've last been on. Um, we have had some good stuff posted on our website, though. Head to firstandten.co.uk to find this. Um, just this morning, I posted one, uh, an article that is um, the top five rookie running backs, or sleeper rookie rookie running backs, I should say. That's from Alex Michael, who is... Um, uh, sorry, I'm going to call up his uh, Twitter account. Uh, yeah, it's at Dynasty Guru NFL. Yeah, a really good article there. And... Um, yeah, look at the top five sleeper running backs. Some really good picks there and players that can really help you. Maybe not this year, but m moving forward into the future, they they can really help you there. And in these, in, if you're in a deeper league, again, not even necessarily dynasty, go and, go and have a look at these and players that can really help you moving forward. We also had a series on the Colts and their off-season and how they've done a three-part series there. That was uh, from Steve Ovenden, who has written for us for... Well, must be getting on for a year now. So, yeah, go, go and check them out, uh, all the stuff on there. And we're getting more and more written stuff in and we're getting more and more podcasts in over on Channel 12. We've had quite a few lately, even uh, during the off-season. We've had a lot of content going there. So that's Channel 12, uh, First and Ten Network there. You can find that anywhere you find a podcast. Just search for Channel 12 and it should appear. 
Um, yeah, subscribe to that. Subscribe to us. Check out the website and all those usual things. You can find us on Twitter at First and Ten underscore. You can find us on Facebook First and Ten. Uh, yeah, go and give them a follow. We're going to, as the season gets closer, we'll, as always, we'll have more fantasy leagues. We'll have more competitions. We'll have all the usual stuff and plenty more this year. We're hoping for a big 2020 season. So, yeah, get in touch uh, if you want to get involved in any of these podcasts. I know some people have got in contact. I'm sort of getting around to replying to everyone at the moment. So, if I haven't replied to you yet, it is on its way. Sorry, I just, yeah, had a bit of a crazy one. So, it's been tough to keep up with everything and... Yeah, unfortunately, this has been the thing that's uh, sort of falling behind a bit. But yeah, I'm getting in touch now. So if you're interested in doing any writing, any podcasts, anything like that, get in touch on them places, say, at First and Ten underscore on Twitter and First and Ten on Facebook. Um, so that is it for today. Thank you for listening. Say just a bite-sized one. That's 13 minutes insane. So yeah, we'll uh, be back tomorrow with even more news. And yeah, hopefully find out soon what's going on with the off- uh, onside kicks and all those things. So yeah, listen in the rest of this week. Cheers. Bye.